Hey folks, hey superstars. Hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another millionaire midnight rant where I give all of you men and women around the world the opportunity to have a conversation with a live, real multimillionaire here. It's 1256 here in Houston, Texas. And if you're on my Instagram account where all the podcasts go live here, you're looking at my outstanding view and I'm late because I've been working, reading, absorbing knowledge, right, to help you succeed, to perfect my skill and to share my artistry with you here. So tonight, or rather this morning here, we're going to talk about the magic word of all success, okay? The magic word of all success. Can anybody guess what that magic word is? And I've been using this word for a very, very long time. And it has been very instrumental with the success financially that I currently have. Many of you know I'm worth over $40 million. Um, I run several digital marketing companies on the internet here, okay? Also have a few million dollars of real estate. And this word, <laughs> somebody said work, no, incorrect. Somebody said focus, incorrect. Discipline, incorrect. High energy, incorrect, <laughs> okay? Consistency, incorrect. Yeah, and this word here, it's so simple, yet very powerful. And the great thing about this, you don't need money, okay? It doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter if you had a father or a mother. It doesn't matter if you had a mentor or the lack thereof. If you utilize this word and you're consistent what the word is, success will find its way in your life. And I'm talking about financial success, success with relationships, success with your body, with your health, with people. Okay. And I didn't realize how powerful it was until I read a book, obviously, that educated me on this idea. And I know some of you ask me questions uh, about, you know, Wesley, how do you know all this stuff? You know, I have a very successful podcast. It's number one in the self-development space. We have almost 500 different episodes. And you may say, well, Wesley, where do you get all this knowledge from? You know, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm going to be very candid. Um, it's not because I went to school, because I dropped out of college. I don't have any type of formal education, formal. But what I do, I read. Okay, Everything that I'm sharing with you, I want you to understand this. This is not me talking. You may hear my voice. But the information that I'm sharing with you came from a book. Okay, something that I read, heard from very specific people, 
and I applied what I read and heard in books in my life to create the current circumstance and life that I have here today. Okay? So let me give you the magic word because everybody is incorrect, unfortunately, here. Hey, can I give you guys a shout out? Go ahead and comment your name here below. And if you're brand new to the rant, well, I'm Wesley, billion dollar virgin, self-made millionaire here. And then I go live every night to rant. Basically, it's unfiltered, undocumented. It's just me being me, right? I'm not trying to be professional. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm just being my true, genuine self, if that makes sense. All right. And I want to give you the brutal truth about becoming wealthy and rich. And one truth is that most of you will not be rich. It's just the truth. You know, I want you to be rich. I would like you to be rich and wealthy. Just so you can see how it feels and and understand um, just that feeling of having a ton of money. But unfortunately, many of you will not be rich. You will die. A lot of you will die average. A lot of you will die poor. It, it is what it is. I'm not trying to be negative or cynical here, but it's just the truth. <laughs> but... The reason why I do these rants is because I want to help you. I want to educate you so you can be the first generation millionaire in your family or so you can have a better and happier life. Or maybe you're a person that needs to elevate your emotional intelligence. Make sense? So you'll be able to navigate the planet in a way that you get more of what you want than what you don't want. Okay? Hey, Esther, how are you? Go ahead and comment your name here below and give you guys a shout out here. The city is beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, that is Houston, Texas right there. Sweet like Coco. Okay. All right, Coco. My vision board. Halo, how are you? Art. Angelique. Glow Glam Queen. Nick underscore Luna Krupala. Jacob Blanche London. Kelly, how are you? Tim Lamb. Go ahead and comment your names below, folks. Don't be shy. I don't bite unless you ask me to. Rosemary, how are you? Good morning, how are you? Shahida, Mauricio, Shay. Hello, IOS. Oh, thank you so much. It's Mahara, how are you, sir? Hey, Will. Hey, Kiki Ocean, how are you? Nia, how are you? Lala. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. So it's Friday. Well, actually, no, it is Friday. Yeah. All right, so let me give you the magic word here. Write this word down, please. This word has been a game changer for me. And I want to go kind of deeper with the topic and with the word when I share with you. The word is attitude. Okay. The reason where I am in life, the reason why I have the amount of money that I have and the reason why my net worth is what it is and the reason why my life is perfect Okay, my, I, I'm, let me tell you, I, I'm living a perfect life right now. I've been living a very perfect life for a very long time. It's because of my attitude. Okay, I want everybody to write down the word attitude. I think poor and regulatory people, they don't realize how important your attitude is and how your attitude will affect your reality. Okay? And I have a ton of stories, right, on how my attitude just allowed me to be in this position here, but I give you the brevity of one story. 
I remember when I was making zero dollars, but I was trying to make money. And I remember I was trying everything in the book to make money with business as an entrepreneur. And I got a break. And let me tell you how I got that break. I had met someone in Vegas. This is, you know, maybe a decade ago. I met someone in Vegas and the young man in Vegas was doing very well on the internet. He was making about a million dollars a month. I was making about zero dollars a month, right? Can anybody relate? <laughs> uh, but I went to Vegas and it was, it was a seminar that I attended. And I remember seeing the guy that was making all the money. And I was thinking to myself, how do I approach a guy that's making a million dollars a month? And like he was the number one product on um, ClickBank, which is an affiliate marketplace platform, right? And I approached him, okay? And I said, hey, my name is Wesley. Hey, how you doing, man? And I said, I love your stuff. And I want to give you some advice. You know, whenever you see a multimillionaire, somebody that you know, I know people see me in public all the time, and you want them to help you, or maybe you want to get closer to them, compliment them, okay? Compliment them. Tell them that you're proud of them. Tell them that, man, thank you for what you do. Wow, you're doing some big things here. You're the big dog, right? Boost the ego. It's important. Because every man and woman on the planet loves the compliment. Can I get amen? I mean, everybody does, right? The poor people, rich people, everybody loves, human people love compliments. They love the ego boosted, so do that. So that's what I did. I said, man, you're doing some great things on the internet right now, man. This is the God of marketing right now. What's going on, my man? I'm Wesley Virgin, okay? But let me tell you why he liked me. Not because I didn't know anything about internet marketing, that was obvious. What he loved about me, and this is what he said, his words, he said, man, I love your attitude. Okay? He said, I love your attitude. Even though I was making no money, I had credit card debt. I had repossessions on my credit. I barely had furniture in my home. I was sleeping on an air mattress. But yet, he said, I love your attitude, man. Let me share something with you. This is important for you to understand. Because I know many of you always, you know, you want to ask me how to make money. You're like, how to make money? How to make money? How to make money? How, 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 how? And you just don't get it. You know, so many of you just don't fucking get it. You know, it's not even about the how. Um, the reason why he loved my attitude, because even though I didn't portray an image that I was struggling, but he can tell that I didn't know what I was doing and I was still trying to figure it out. But I didn't give him any type of inclination that I was struggling, okay? I was happy. I was positive. had a smile on my face. Assuming as if everything was working out with my company, okay? Write this down. Your attitude will determine your altitude, okay? Write this down, please. Your attitude will determine your altitude in your life. Business, relationship, anything you do. Your attitude. Your attitude is basically your perception of what's going on in your life. It's like your opinion. It's how you feel about what's happening in your life. 
and it goes a little bit deeper is your attitude is, am I choosing to look at my circumstances as a victim or am I choosing to look at my circumstances as a victor? And I made a decision because I read a book, obviously. And I said, you know what? I'll I, I never forget that. I think I was 25, 26 years old. I said, I'm never going to be a victim ever again. I don't care what's happening in my life. And I, and I had a conversation with myself, folks. And I said, I don't care what happens in my life, okay? Yes, I want to be wealthy. Yes, I'm persevering. Yes, I'm sacrificing. But I don't care what happens. I don't care how much money I lose. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care about the credit card debt. I don't care if I lose my home. I don't care if I lose my car. I am never going to not have an attitude of gratitude or a positive attitude. Does that make sense? I just made it. Just made a pack of myself. I'm just not. I don't care what happens. I don't care. I'm always going to have an attitude as if everything is working out in my business and in my life. I made that pact with myself maybe 12, 13 years ago. Okay? And I know what you're thinking. That's very difficult to do, right? It is. I mean, it's, it's difficult to be positive when you have bills. It's, it's difficult to be positive when you get your heart broken. You know, it's very difficult to be positive when you get terminated. It's difficult to be positive when you're working your ass off, you know, as an entrepreneur. But yet you're not seeing the fruits of your labor. It's difficult when you've been sedulously working in a company or your business for five and eight years and still um, no progress. But you have to make it your resolve, folks. I'm just being honest with you here. If you ever want to separate yourself from the masses and be very unique, you have to have this attitude of positivity, I call it PMA, not PMS, but PMA. Write this down, positive mental attitude. A positive mental attitude is so powerful. I don't think people realize how powerful a positive mental attitude is. You know, people are not typically happy. I mean, you go to work in the morning, I mean, you walking around the office, how many people do you see that are smiling, that are excited about coming to work? When you go to school, how many students around your campus are like, oh, yeah, it's a good day today. Let's go, baby. Ain't nobody, right? People just walking like zombies. When you're driving your car to work, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, Look to your left, look to your right. People typically have the same normal mundane face. Okay? Face of apathy, indifference, just whatever. Does that make sense? So guess what? Hey, 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 wake up. You got to be different. Okay, come with the words, I got to be different. You have to be. See, many of you want to get in the room around the people that you need to be around so you can start making progress. 
But the first step is the positive mental attitude. Put a smile on your face. Practice this stuff, you know. I'm going to be honest, like practice putting a smile on your face. Some of you, your faces are not that attractive because you don't smile. You know how many muscles are in your face? You can reshape your entire face if you start smiling. As a matter of fact, I want everybody to put a smile on your face right now. Do it. I'm going to do it too. Put a smile on your face. Just do it. Okay? I want to imagine that everything in your life is working out perfectly. Smile. Smile. Okay? Why would, like, honestly, it doesn't take a scientist to understand. It's like, why would rich people, millionaires, or people who are successful entrepreneurs, why, why would they want to be around a person that's acting like a victim? Why would they want to be around a person that's complaining? Why would they want to be around a person that's giving excuses? Why would they want to be around a person that's bitching and complaining? They just don't. <laughs> Being honest with you, like no one does. Like, I don't want to be around. And, and I don't care. Listen, the only person that I allow to be negative with me are maybe they had a tough day and they can tell me about it. It's my children or the woman that I'm sleeping with or I'm dealing with. That's it. Everybody else, I don't want to hear about your problems, honestly. I don't care. And that's what regulatory people, average people, they don't get. Because everybody has a story to tell. Everybody's very eager to share a story, right? Oh, let me tell you what happened to me. Oh, let me tell you this. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Well, this is happening in my company. Right now, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A positive mental attitude can change everything. Because rich and successful people love associating with people that are positive. So the young man at that event, he adored my positivity. Okay? adored my positivity. He said, I mean, I'm pretty sure that he could say, you know, this man could complain. He could be crying, and, you know, approaching me and begging for my help in desperation. But he's not doing that. He's excited for what's to come. And I was. I was excited for my company, even though my company wasn't making any money. But I was excited for it. Because in my eyes, I saw progress. In my eyes, I saw that it was going to reach a point that was going to change my life and my family's life for the rest of our lives. Right down to word again, attitude. Tomorrow morning, this is what I want you to do. Listen. When you get up, how many of you have to go to work tomorrow? And be honest, if you got a job, it's all good. How many of you have got to go to school tomorrow? Because I want you to try something here. Because I want to share something with you. Change. You don't need money to change. Some of you are like, oh, I need money. I need money. I can't do that because I don't have money. I don't have money. Nah. Money, it's not your issue. Okay? And maybe it is, but it's not 
the issue that you need to work on in this moment. I want you to wake up tomorrow morning. And I want you to wake up with a smile on your face. I do it every morning, by the way. Okay? When I wake up, I put a smile on my face. I mean, I just think about something that I'm grateful for. I think about something that I'm happy about. And I just smile for no reason. I don't need a reason to smile. I just do it. I want you to do that as well. Okay? When you go to work tomorrow, I want you to compliment someone. I want you to say, great morning. How are you? I want you to be the person. Maybe you're the only person. I want you to walk with purpose. Like walk with your head up, shoulders back, chest out, smiling to everybody. Okay, I want you to smile so much tomorrow, people are going to think that something is wrong with you. And it will happen. People look at you. Why are you smiling so much? <laughs> you ever met someone like that? I have. Why are you so smart? I used to date this woman. I used to date this girl. And she was like, do you got Botox? You're always smiling. I'm like, wow. At that point, I knew I had to let her go. Even though it took me a while to let her go. But she criticized me for smiling too much. Because I was choosing to be happy. Why are you always smiling? Why are you always smiling? I'm like, oh, so you want me to be angry, huh? You want me to be bitter. And let me share something with you. You have people that exist on the planet that are just like this. And that's your cue to let these people or to release them out of your life. Okay? But I want you to do tomorrow when you navigate the planet, whatever you got to do tomorrow, I want you to have a smile on your face. You go to the grocery store, smile on your face. You go to the gym, smile on your face. Working out, smile on your face. Okay? You go to your friend's house, smile on your face. Go to work, go to school, smile on your face. Okay? Does that make sense? Let me tell you why. Because smiles or happiness is infectious. Other people, when they see you smiling like that, they want to know what's going on with you. You ever went to a restaurant, you notice like one person stuck, kind of stood out? If you notice that person was smiling, right? He had open body language and just smiling, looking around the room. And the reason why those type of people stand out it's because it's just not normal to see. You know, it's easy to think about a person that's depressed. Just think about it's easy to think about a person that's failing right now, struggling financially, hurting, broken heart. Right? I mean it's easy to think about people who are in pain right now, emotional pain. That's, in, that's exhausted. A person that has anxiety. Like disease, because that's what people talk about. That's all they talk about. They talk about their anxiety. They talk about their depression. They talk about they're overwhelmed. They talk about how tired they are. All the time. Am I right or am I right? It's just the truth. And you wonder why these people are not succeeding. 
It has nothing to do with your lack of intelligence. It has nothing to do with you not having a mentor. It has everything to do with your attitude. I mean, people that just have a positive attitude, man, they even do better in school because they're going to treat the teacher well, the student's going to like them, and they're just a pleasant person to be around. People that have positive attitudes, people tend to treat these type of people better. You ever notice that? You know, happier people, people that's around them, they treat them better. Because they want to be around them. They want that happiness that they feel. They want that to spread upon them. Okay? Is this good information or not? Yes or no? Comment the word value below if this is good. And listen... I'm not really here to convince you. I want to convince you that having a better attitude will allow you to attract more opportunities. Do you not realize that even right now there's an opportunity that you can't see because of your negative spirit that could change you and your family's life forever? Right now, there's an opportunity that is in your life that you can't see because you're too busy thinking about how hard life is and how difficult life is and how life is unfair. But as soon as you start to see life differently, like life is a blessing, the business that I'm working in, I love it. (sighs) I'm not making money, right? But I love it. As soon as you just change your attitude, Towards what you're doing, towards how you think about your life, how you think about your behaviors, your activities, and what you do. The opportunity that you've been begging for and praying for, you're going to see it. It's going to be right there the entire time. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? Yeah? Does that make sense? And I get it. I know some of you, you still, like, in the back of your mind, you're, like, thinking to yourself, Wesley, I understand all this, but I just need to know how to make money. Wesley, I got the mindset stuff squared away, but I need to make money. How, how, how? And even people like that, they still don't get it. You still don't get it. How, how, how? How? First of all, how is none of your business? Okay? Like, how are you going to do it? It's really not your business. The better question is why you want to do it. Like, everybody here that wants to be a millionaire, first generation of millionaire, comment below. So my question to you is, why? Like, why do you want to be a millionaire? Why is that so important to you? And many of you are telling me everything that you don't want. Well, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be this. I don't want, I don't want. Well, I didn't ask you what you didn't want. I said, why is it so important for you to be a millionaire? Why is it so important for you to be financially astute? Why is it so important for you to be healthy? 
Why is it so important for you to lose weight? Why is it so important for you to be married? Why is it so important for you to have babies and have a family? People don't think about the why. People don't think about the why. They only think about the how. And I truly believe, you know, I'm not sure if this is a conspiracy or not, but I, I believe somebody knew what they were doing when they created the school system. Because in the school system, they talk about the how. Like how to do math, how to do history, how to do social studies, how to do science, how, 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 how. Right? But we don't never talk about why. Like, why is it so important for me to take this class? Why is it so important for me to think this way? Why is it so important for me to think and be a bit more proactive than reactive? Why do I want to be a rich? Why do I want a career? Why do I want to go to school? Is it necessary? Make sense? The why is similar to the emotional fuel I feel that you put in the in my like in my I have a Lamborghini, I have two. Like the why is like the fuel that I put in the Lamborghini. Like listen, without the fuel, the Lamborghini is it's not valuable. Cause I can't drive it. Right? It's no gas. It can look good, engine look nice, sound good, but if I can't drive it, it's worthless. So without knowing your why, okay, without, listen to me here, without like knowing why you want to do everything that you say as it relates to your dream and your desires, you're going to be lost forever. I call it lost in the sauce. Years will pass you by and you'll still not know why you want to do what you're trying to do. Make sense? And most of you don't even know why. Everybody wants to be a millionaire, but no one really knows why. Many people just tell me what they don't want. But why do you want to be rich? Like, why? It's a very interesting question, right? So... Tonight, I hope you enjoyed the the magic word, which is attitude. Have a better attitude. You folks see me go live. You folks see me post. I always got a smile on my face. Always. I'm just always happy. Like, it's just, it's just how I am. I'm always excited. I'm happy. Joyful. I'm always elated, enamored. I just always. But I wasn't always like this. How I am now, I had to train myself, to condition myself. This is why I suggest to listen to these rants over and over again. Because just by listening to it one time, you're not going to get it. You're going to think you got it, but you're not going to get it. You may understand it consciously, but... Unconsciously, you have no idea on how you're going to apply this to your life. Does that make sense?
Okay? Any questions for me, folks? Any questions for me? Comment below. Any questions for me? I wanted to keep it quick here and straight to the point tonight. Just want you to know that until you change your attitude, you're going to have a tough life. I mean, you will. Financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically, you're going to have a very, very tough life if you don't learn how to adjust your attitude at any given time. Does that make sense? Huh? I can't hear you. The magic word is attitude. And you're late. Any questions for me here? Okay. In the beginning, what was your why, Wes? My children. My children were my, it was my why. And listen, if you don't have children, well, you got to figure out what your why is. You got to do some deep thought. Got to think. What is my why? What would allow me to never quit? Why would I continue even though I want to stop? Make sense? Okay. How do you deal with lows? I don't. I don't have lows. I mean, what is a low? How do you define a low moment in life? Tell me. Do you put gas in your car or do you hire someone? I let the valet people, they put gas in. I just pay them to do it for me. I got enough time to put gas in eight cars. Come on now. I have no time for that. What's next year? How important is sacrificing? Very important. The biggest sacrifice that I had to make was this. I had to sacrifice who Wesley Virgin was to become the Wesley Virgin that I am here today. Make sense? For priority's sake, what book do I read next after Harv Sigmunda? Oh, read it again, Blanche. Read it several times. Okay? How do you keep your stress level low? I mean, I don't really, I don't have any stress, honestly. Like, honestly, folks, I would never identify myself as a person that experiences stress. You know, you got to be careful with these words you use to describe how you feel. You know, maybe you're not stressed. You just need to take a deep breath. Right? But meditation can be very powerful. I've learned people who do stress. Meditation has been a game changer for them. Okay? Let's unpack that. What did the sacrifice look like? Sacrifice like what I did. I sacrificed friends. I sacrificed women. I sacrificed uh, family. I sacrificed going out. I sacrificed drinking. Like anything that would debilitate me or slow me down from achieving my goal, I just stopped doing. But I wanted to do those things. Like I, I obviously, I like women and like I still wanted to sleep with them, but... I couldn't. 
or just my dream and my goal is just more important. And women, they didn't align with me accomplishing the dream. I had to stop going to clubs. I going to bars. Not because I didn't like going to bars. It just, it just didn't align with the dream. So that's a sacrifice. Sacrifice is to stop doing something that you really want to do. Right? You feel the urge to do it, but you can't. Okay. How did you sacrifice family? Easy. I stopped talking to family. I wasn't talking to my parents. I wasn't talking to my brother. The only people I was talking to was my children. And they didn't bother me either. So that's how you sacrifice family. And I get it. It's no easy feat. For me, it was very easy. I don't know. It wasn't a big deal for me. (laughs) I'm a stylish individual at time, you know. Uh, at time, I can be a very emotionless man. And I'm okay with it, honestly. It's not a big deal for me. I mean, I run over 15 different companies. I have to be this way. It's just how it is. Um, when I need to be emotional, I will. But if I have to make a decision, I will make a decision. If it hurts your feelings, then, no, tough. I have nothing to do with that. But I will always make a decision for myself first. Right? And how you interpret that decision is up to you. But yeah, that's how I sacrifice family, of course. Okay. Wes, what was the pressure on the manifestation after you realized it worked and continued to want it organically? What was the pressure? What, what do you mean by the pressure? I didn't have any pressure. I was in flow like I am right now. How do you sacrifice children? By not, you know how many, how many events I had to miss? The agent had, I think she was in choir one time, but she did something. I couldn't be there. I missed a lot of those events when my children were little. Choir and all that stuff. You know, when it was smaller, I missed those things. But it's okay. I was willing to miss those events to be able to create the events that we have created in our life. Like my children have been to over 10 countries. And they're only 18 and 17 and, you know, 15 years old. They've been to 12, I've been to 10 countries around the world. All right. Shit, I didn't get a passport until I was 26. They've had a passport since they were like 10. <laughs> Make sense? So, sacrificing those events was worth it. Because we have so many memories that we've created over the years. What are some practical things you do consistently to raise our vibration? Meditate. Someone said, man, time passes by quickly. I miss so many things. Did adversity affect them? No, man. If I miss a few choir rehearsals, a few track meets... What, does that mean my children are going to be just 
menace to society? <laughs> no, absolutely not. They knew and understood that that's dream. And let me tell you something. My children, they appreciate it. Um, right now, I'm like, just to give you guys, like right now, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm super single. Like, I'm not even dealing with no women right now, right? So, you know, when I deal with women, usually if I if I like you, obviously, I'm going to do everything for you. Like, I'm going to spoil you in ways that you just can't, like, you'll never find another man like me. If you ever get to that level with me, I mean, I just, that's just what I do, right? I give women an experience that they, it's going to be unmatched. They wouldn't, it's just, they almost ruined. They would never find a man that would do what I do. And since I'm like, I'm, I'm single, or I'm just alone, a lonely man, I just spend money on my kids. <laughs> so I randomly buy them 20 shoes, 19 shoes, and buy my son. Uh, you know, my son, he texted me the other day, he said, Hey, Dad, you bought me the collection. I mean, I got a few shoes, but you bought me the, the, the entire collection. And I said, son, I'm proud of you. You deserve it. And uh, so it's just, I, I, it feels good to be able to spoil my children. And they deserve it. Like, my, my all my children do very well in school. Um, got the youngest daughter. She runs track. She's doing very well. She's number three in the, she's like number three in the state right now. Son, he has a job on his own records. He's serious. He said, Dad, I need to be a millionaire by the age of 21. That's what he told me. Have a daughter that's in college right now. She just got to step into the nursing program. She's going to be my little nurse. She's going to help me out. So when I need drugs, I'm going to DeAsia, of course. Like, I'm so proud of them. So I award them, of course. My daughter, she's getting ready to turn 19, DeAsia in May. She wants to go to Miami. So I said, all right, let's go. She said, I want to go to a beach, Dad. So we're going to a beach, whatever, you know. I think we're going to Puerto Rico. And she's going to bring one of her friends. Everything paid for. We're going to be in this gorgeous hotel. We're going to be in Four Seasons probably. All right, $3,000 a night. Anything for my baby, right? Anything for my baby girl is all good. Right? But listen, the reason why I'm able to do that, because of the sacrifice. Right? When I was living on the air mattress. When I had vision boards all in my room, I had pictures of on the wall of the cards and vacations I would travel around the world. Okay? Just a sacrifice. So, did I miss out on moments? Yeah, of course I did. But I've created more moments with my children than moments that I've missed with them. Does that make sense? I mean, we've we've been to Tokyo. We both, all of us, rode the bullet train to Kyoto and had the best ramen noodles on the planet. And we, we like me and my children, we talk about this sometimes. We laugh and we talk about when we was in Hawaii at the Disney Resort. We talk about when we was in Malaysia, when we was walking down the street where... You know, it's like a hundred food trucks and we're tasting all types of food. We got the presidential suite. We ordered room service at night. David getting the clams. I mean, you know, we, we like me and my children, we're very close. And we just, we just talk about this stuff. 
Like all these moments that we have created give us something to talk about. Right? I don't want to just talk about, you know, just their school or just talk about what you did outside and what you did during gym period. No, I want we want to talk about things that are fascinating. Okay. <laughs> Make sense? But to each his own, you know. Everybody doesn't want what I want. Everybody doesn't want to be a millionaire. Not everybody. Some people just want to be happier. (sighs) Some people just want to make a little progress, man. You know, it's just up to you. I, I reiterate these words over and over again. Clarity is power, right? Once a man or a woman gets clear about what he or she wants for his life, he or she usually gets it. And I'm just clear about the life that I want. Or I was clear about the life that I wanted to have. And I got it. And my question to you is, are you clear about the life that you want? Like, are you crystal clear about how you want to spend your days? What do you want to do with your family? What do you want to travel? What do you want to buy? What do you want to contribute? People don't think like this. All they do is think about, how do I make a million dollars? How do I get a Cartier bracelet? How do I get a Birkin bag? (laughs) How do I take trips around the world and take pictures and post them on Instagram so people can see that I'm traveling the world even though I'm not traveling the world? You got some women, they post pictures from Two years ago, like they in Paris. I'm like, girl, you're not in Paris. You're in Houston, Texas. Stop it. <laughs> Women do this all day long. <laughs> People take pictures in private jets. Private jets that are not even private jets. They don't even move. They're just taking a picture in the jet. You can do this then. You can rent. You can do what's called the jet pictures. You know, you just take a picture. Post it on social media. You're not in the jet. It's all staged, fake. And unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. (laughs) Very interesting. Okay. Any questions for me before I let you go here? Did you get value here tonight? What's going on, Houston Queen? If you got value, if you guys don't mind, can you share this, please? Share this out. Like it, tag somebody. Let other people know that this type of information exists. This is Prosperity University. You know, I wish to God we had something like this in our school system. I wish we had something like this in our grade school system, teaching children how to deal with their emotional intelligence, teaching children how to manifest, teaching children how to have better attitudes, having them understand that their attitude is going to determine how far they get in life. All right. But unfortunately, well, fortunately, we have the rant here. So anybody can listen to this to get educated about themselves to become the self that they will be proud of. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be proud of yourself. Okay? I want you to do something that you can look back and say, man, I'm proud of myself that I did that. Make sense? 
<laughs> oh, I'm laughing. Uh, I can't tell you guys why I'm laughing. Uh, let's see here. Good morning, King West. What have you unlearned recently? Unlearned? Nothing. Nothing I can think of. How do you unlearn something? What's next? Would you partake in a matchmaking service? Man, I don't need no matchmaking service. Are you kidding me? I'm Wesley motherfucking virgin. I can get anything out. I can get any woman I want. Any. I don't need no matchmaking services. That's insane. Listen, kudos to all the people that do the matchmaking, the matchmaker stuff, the bumblebees, the tenders, all the dating. I would never use this crap. I just go outside. That's it. Boom. Done. I'm linked out. <laughs> I mean, I can be. It's that easy for me. You may say, well, Wesley, how do you know? Just my attitude, man. See, I have, let me give you guys this word as well. I have an attitude of expectation, which means that if I want a woman, I just expect to get her. You know, any woman that I want, that I want, and I don't want many women, I'm very selective. You know, my type can be very peculiar, but I just expect to get it. You know, I see a girl that I like. I'm just thinking about how she's mine already. I mean, honestly, it just... Um, I don't, I'm not sick. I don't, I'm not think. Okay, just, I don't know, man, folks. Listen, I just get what I want. I just, it's always been like that with me. I just, I just get what I want. If I want something, it's mine. So I don't need a matchmaking service. I'm not going to be like love at first sight or married, no, married at first sight. These dumbass shows. Who, who watch these shows? Like, love is blind. They're funny. I like to watch them, but it's just so idiotic that people believe the experts know better than them i mean you have people on this show married at first sight and say well i can't find love so maybe the experts can do it for me somebody else so since you can't find the woman or man of your dream you need another person to do it for you like how stupid is that (laughs) but this is what people do you know this is the future man People that want to sit in a pod and talk to a person through a, a darn wall for, for, for weeks and then propose to them in the pods. Never seen this person. Only heard their voice. Going on dates. Never seen this person. And then you propose to them. Then the first time you see them, you know, you, a couple of weeks after that, you got to get married. I mean, how stupid is that? Right? But that's the world that we live in. It's interesting. What's next? I like your attitude. Well, thank you, Blanche. I love your attitude as well. What age of what age of women do you date? Asking for a friend. <laughs> well, typically I like women in their twenties, and I'm gonna tell you why. Now, it's not that I won't date women in their thirties. I, I dated a woman in their thirties as well. She was a very she was an amazing woman. You know, amazing. Very amazing woman. <clears throat> uh, I know what you're thinking. Well, why didn't it work out? Long story. That's what everybody says, right? But I typically, let me tell you why I like women in their 20s. just want to be honest with you, okay? Um, and women don't throw rocks at me because I tell you, you know, why I like women in their 20s. 
Women in their 20s, they tend not to be as scarred. And I'm not saying that older women are scarred. Maybe I shouldn't use that word. Just older women have experienced men a bit more than younger women. A 30-year-old, 40-year-old, 50-year-old, she's had several relationships. So she has several beliefs and interpretations about relationships. And sometimes it can just be a struggle dealing with that. Younger women, they're brand new. They haven't had all the heartbreaks yet, right? They haven't been cheated on aggressively yet. And, you know, no one has made a fool of them yet. So that's one. You can, younger women haven't experienced all the heartache or the heartbreak, okay? That's one. Two, Younger women are just more positive. Now, listen, I'm not saying that older women are not positive. Okay, I'm not, I didn't say that. I'm just sharing with you that younger women, they're just happier. Because they really don't have anything to be so upset about. You know, as a woman, even a man, as they mature, they get older, they start to get bitter. You know, it is. You know, women in the 30s and 40s, they may think about, well, I'm not married yet. I don't have any kids yet. I hate my job. I hate my career. I want to do this. I want to do this. So it's a lot of stress. So, you know, women, as they age, they get, you know, more anxiety, more stress. They just get overwhelmed. So younger women are very carefree and they're very happy. And successful men, successful men, they love this. They love this about women. It's like this young, positive energy. Okay. Now, listen, I'm not saying I'm not generalizing here. I'm not saying that all women are like this. You have some great 30-year-old, 40, 50, 60-year-old positive women. I get it. Okay? But I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you why I gravitate towards younger women. Three, younger women listen more. Older women, from my experience, they know everything, you know? They always talking about that. They just know everything, right? They know. And it's important for them to have their opinion all the time. Whoa, how about what I think? Well, I'm an independent woman. I can think too. You know, listen. Yeah, you're right. You can think too. Um, but younger women, they love learning from a man. <laughs> they just do, especially from a capable man. They love it. I know because I've dated several twenty year olds. Right? <laughs> they love learning from an older man. Oh my God, they love it, man. Their eyes just light up like Christmas trees. They're ready to absorb. All this information. They just love it. Right? And they really appreciate you. They're very grateful for you. Like, what you do for them. You can just tell. They're very... Sometimes older women, you know... Because sometimes older women have experienced certain things in life. So, it's not that older women are not grateful. But, you know, if you've already did it before, it's like, ah, it's not a big deal. You know, if you get some flowers. Ah, thank you for the flowers. I appreciate it. You give it to a young girl, send some flowers to her job. I used to do this, right? I can't tell you guys all my tricks and my little, my little, you know, whatever. But it's this one woman I liked at a restaurant, Asian woman. She worked at a sushi place. <laughs> and I used to send her, she was like 27 years old. I used to send her, gorgeous woman, beautiful, beautiful woman. I have an affinity for Asian women at times. My God, I just love Asian women too. But listen, um, 
I sent her some roses and let me tell you something, that woman was so happy and so grateful. She said, oh my God, wow, wow. One girl, she was a Latina, I sent her some food. And that's all I did, I just sent her some food, that's it. That girl FaceTimed me, she almost started crying, said, oh my God, no one's ever done this for 25 years old. No one has ever done this for me, Wes. No one ever. Wow. Oh, my God. You're so amazing. I'm like, OMG. I mean, she was just so grateful. And I was like, oh, God, I'm a, I can't. Oh, I'm going to give this girl the world. Right? So that's the reason why I typically date younger women. Okay? And, you know, they're cute. <laughs> Uh, listen, when I'm not saying the older women are not cute too. They're, they're, yeah, I get it. But like I said, you know, when you become a very successful man, the more successful a man become, the less he's dealing to deal with. Got to know that women. Just wanted you to know that about men. The more successful a man become, the less patience and the less he's willing to deal with as it relates to a woman. Because you know he doesn't have to deal with it because it's more women than there are capable men. You know, it's just not a high selection of capable men. Men that are rich, you know, work out, intellectual, you know, whatever. But it just, but it's a ton of women. It's a ton of pretty women. I mean, just too many of them. Right, so... Remember that the next time you date a successful man, um, you know, he's not going to deal with a lot, right? Um, so make sure you're on your A game. What's next here? How said that men need us to be grateful. How sad that men need us to be grateful. Nah, you don't get it. You see, whoever said that is definitely an older woman. All the king girls, she's 30 plus for sure. It's not that a... I never said need. Okay? I said that men like it when women are grateful for what they do for her. They just like it. But older women don't get it, you know. I used to date this one young lady, and she believed that she shouldn't compliment a man because she didn't want to, like, she didn't want to give me compliments because she didn't want to blow my head up, you know, so words. Well, I don't need to compliment you all the time, you know. I don't want you to get a big head. And I'm like, you sound silly. Like, I'm your man, you don't want to build me up? How do you build up your man? I don't think women know how to build their man up. You know, they may say, oh, I support my man. But what does that mean? <laughs> you know, you got to dig deeper than that. What does it mean to support? Like, you need to compliment your man every single day, honestly. Listen, let me tell you something about a man. A man can never get enough compliments because men typically don't get compliments. Women do. You know, women always, oh, you're beautiful. You're cute. I like your dress. I like that. You think men wake up getting compliments all day long? No. So if you're his woman, why would you tell your man, oh, you're handsome today. You look so good today, baby. Oh, my God, you look amazing. I'm just going to do this to you tonight. You know, 
why wouldn't you? That's, that's supporting your man. When you use the word support and build up, that's what we're looking for. Tell your man that you're proud of him. Tell your man that you're grateful for him. I mean, if you are, if you're not, then you don't need to be in a relationship, folks. <laughs> you know, I mean, because I hear women like, oh, I support my man. But what does that even mean? And maybe the support that you're giving is not the support that he wants. Right? Got to go deeper. These words that we use, they're so vague. Support. I build them up. What, what, what do you do? Explain to me how you build this man up. How are you supporting this man? Okay? And women wonder why men cheat on them, why they go to strip clubs, why they sleep with prostitutes. You know why men do all this stuff? <laughs> women don't get it, you know? They just... Uh, and I And I understand why women don't get it because... Like, you know, women get all the compliments all the time. And women are like, man, I'm tired of getting all these compliments. You know, that's what they say. I know women. Man, I just get sick and tired of men hitting on me. I get sick and tired of men always just saying how beautiful I am. Always. And you know what I told this woman? I said, I said, shut up. The day that you get no compliments at all for a week, it's going to be the day that you're going to be introduced to your insecurities. So stop complaining about that you're getting hit on all the time. I'm just getting sick. And, I mean, I mean, women are like this. Some you know, women are very beautiful. I just, oh, I just get tired of men always hitting on me. And you got some women out here wish a man would hit on them. Wish a man would talk to them. <laughs> Begging, changing their butts, changing their breasts, getting lip injections and Botox and eyebrow this. I mean, they changing everything to get compliments and get accepted. And you got women over here complaining. Interesting. What's next here? <sighs> Real man should build himself. He's a man. True. I believe that. Like, I build myself up. But let me let me paint a scenario for you. If I build myself up, you know, tell myself that I'm amazing every day and I make a decision to be with a woman. And what do you think that role is for that woman in a relationship with a man like myself? So you think that I, since I'm building myself up, that she should never build me up. Like she should never give me a compliment. She should never tell me that she's proud of me. She should never say that I'm amazing. She should never say these things. And let me tell you something. If you're a woman, if you believe that, if you believe a man should only build him, build himself up and that you don't play no role in that buildup while you're with that man all the time, you're sleeping with this man, you're with that man all the time in the household, you see, you, are you are you kidding me right now? You're going to be a lonely woman. Are you going to be a woman with a broken heart? You'll see. Keep living. Okay. In my opinion, a man that wants to cheat will still cheat. Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't matter. You know, that does not give you an excuse for you not to be a virtuous woman or not to be an outstanding woman to your man. Right? You know, I don't want to hear this. 
Well, man ain't going to cheat anyway, so I ain't going to do shit. Well, that's stupid. It just shows your immaturity. You know what I mean? That's like saying that, well, I'm not going to get in business because I'm not going to make money anyway. I mean, come on. That's a pessimistic, of, that's a very pessimistic view of the world. We just talked about attitude. Attitude is important, folks. I'm telling you. I love a woman with a positive attitude. Oh, oh, she could be a seven. And she have a positive attitude. She's a 10 in my book. Right? Like, I love a woman that's vulnerable and open. You know, not playing these games. Just being who she is. Open to be loved. Open to be hurt. Whatever. Everybody's going to get hurt in a relationship. I mean, it is what it is. You're going to be loved. You're going to feel pain. You're going to feel pleasure. It's just the dynamics of a relationship. <laughs> okay? Hey, Christina, how are you? <laughs> she says, well, she has to support him and love him, of course. But you need to go deeper on the word support. You know, you just can't say you're supporting people. You need to define what that mean, especially in a relationship with a significant other. Okay. <laughs> but listen, that's my two cents. I'm not a relationship counselor. I'm not at all. Not a therapist. But to me, this is common sense, honestly. And many of you, you know, that have issues in your relationships because of your ego, you're not willing to say, you know what, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's hard to do that, isn't it? Wes, how to captivate what a woman wants. How to captivate? You want to know how to captivate a woman, you mean? How to impress a woman? All right, Ben, I'll answer this question for you. Um, since my guy on a mission acts, he wants to know how to captivate a woman. It's very easy, by the way. It's not even hard at all. And I'm giving out my secrets here. Sometimes I don't like giving out all these secrets because now when women see me in public, and I have a lot of women, I have more women that listen to me on these rants than men. You know, women, they're, beyond, they're on their guard. They're like, oh, I ain't dealing with Wesley. Uh-uh, I heard what he said on that rant. He's not going to captivate me. He's not going to get me. He ain't going to get my draws. He ain't going to get me back to my house. Uh-uh. He ain't going ain't gonna to happen. No, no, Wesley, I don't want to go. No, Wesley, I do not want to go back to your house. No, Wesley, I don't want to have Netflix night with. <laughs> but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I still succeed. Even when I give out all the secrets. But let me show you how to captivate a woman, man. Listen to me, men. Women, close your ears. This is for men and men only. One. You want to captivate a woman? It's certain things that you need to do with yourself first, okay? One is you need to focus on yourself and not the woman. Write that down. Just focus on yourself. And I'm going to explain, I'm going to go deeper on that, what I mean by that, okay? Don't focus on women, which means is don't be afraid to ignore women. Don't be afraid to just be stolid with women, uh, nonchalant with them, because you're focusing on yourself, because you're not going to captivate a woman if you're if you are a incapable man. I mean, if you're not capable of anything, you're just not going to work. Okay. 
and, and I get it. Some of you are reading all these books, the game, and you're reading the PUO, the pickup community, bullshit. You don't need this stuff. Focusing on you means this is a certain, and I've, and I've spoken about this before, man. Certain things you need to do with yourself to be very attractive are to captivate women, okay? One, your physicality. Every man, every man on this rant, every man that's listening to my voice can go to the gym. Correct? Everybody. Everybody can do push-ups. Every man can do push-ups, pull-ups, can drink some protein shakes, eat some chicken breasts, some eggs, and go to the gym. Okay? So one, your physicality. Every day of your life, or at least five days a week, you should be in somebody's gym for one or two hours. Okay? Keep keep listening, please. Okay? That's one. Get your body right. Women do not like a fat man. Let me tell you something. I know you've seen women with fat men. I know you've seen women with overweight men. You've seen beautiful women with overweight men. But let me tell you something. No woman is praying in her bed, hoping and praying to God that the Lord sends her a fat man. Or she hopes that she meets this fat billionaire. I mean, no one. I mean, no one wants an unhealthy man. No woman. Women, am I right? They'll deal with it. They settle for it, but they don't want it. They don't desire this, okay? Just let you know. They don't have a desire for a man that is fat and overweight. Okay? Some women right now have a woman, have a man that's fat. Dad by. Yeah, I get it. Some they like to dad by, but trust me, they don't just they're not dreaming and say, oh, if I just have the biggest man that have a big stomach, double chin. No. No, not at all. Okay, so work on your physicality. Two, listen, work on the money. Okay, you got to be financially mature, period. Just, you know, I'm not saying you got to be rich, rich, but, you know, at least a half a million to a million dollars. You need to make money, okay? You need to learn how to acquire as much money as humanly possible. Okay, because women like money, men like money too. Everybody like money. Okay, women love men who are and look successful. It's just what it is. It's always gonna be this way, right? So you need to make some money. Okay, there's two, three. You must learn, and this is the big one here. Okay. And a lot of men, unfortunately, they fall off the boat when it comes to this one concept here. Communication. You must learn how to communicate and how to express yourself. Okay? And this is, I will put this in the category of people skills. You got to get some. I may help you out, men. One thing, when you go on a date, don't talk about yourself. 
Now, we have the tendency to want to talk about ourselves because we typically are seeking validation from the woman because we want the woman to understand why we are a potential suitor for her. So we might say, oh, I do this, I do this, I got this, I got this, I got this. But women can't, they hate this shit. They can't stand it. They don't like it, okay? And they're only going to they'll deal with it if you really, if you look good, you know, they may deal with it then, but... I mean, don't be ugly like that. <laughs> Look, you're unattractive and you talk too much. Yeah. Listen, men, practice this. Learn how to be interested in her. Just ask her questions. It's powerful stuff. As a matter of fact, go get this book, Skill with People by Les Giblin. Or How to Win Friends, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I tell you, when a captivated woman, be interested in her. Okay? Ask her questions about her career, her dreams, her desire. What does she want to do? How is the family? I, I mean, just ask her questions about her. When you're on the, ne- the next date that you go on, just, I promise you, okay? If you do this, you will put yourself in a 90% percentile of most men. Because men just don't do it. They just naturally... Talk about themselves. And it's annoying to women. Okay? Does that make sense? So, learn how to communicate. Learn how to use words. Learn new words. Okay? Because women, what women love about men... They love to learn something from a man, right? That she would like to. Men love, women love learning new things from men. But if you have nothing to teach her, you just become a very boring, insipid man. Okay? So not only learn how to communicate effectively... Make sure when you have something to talk about, it's something profound. Okay? Not about the video games, sports, and LeBron James and what he did. No, something stimulating. Women love their mind to be stimulated. And many women, they won't allow you to stimulate their body until you stimulate their mind. Once you stimulate a woman's mind, her body will fall suit. It will fall. Uh, uh, it will fall a suit. That makes sense. Just the truth. Took me a while to get this. Okay. I'm telling you, any woman, you you can make love to a woman's mind. Okay. I can go in detail, but I'm not. But I'm telling you, you take hold of a woman's mind, it's just game over. Her body will fall a suit automatically. But many men. They're trying to stimulate the body too quickly, right? And the mind has not been stimulated, and they wonder why they get rejected. (laughs) They get the cold shoulder. The woman ghosts you. They don't talk to you, right? And you're lost in the sauce because you don't have any skills, okay? So communication is important, too. I mean, the last one is emotional intelligence, men. Write this down. Okay. 
emotional intelligence. Which means is, you have to learn how to conduct yourself in different atmospheres. You need to know how to conduct yourself at a restaurant. You need to know how to conduct yourself around her parents. You need to learn how to conduct yourself around her friends. You got to be adaptable, okay? Women love a man that can adapt in any atmosphere, any environment. He just can adapt. She loves it, okay? And to do that, you have to have emotional intelligence, right? You need to know when and when not to utilize certain emotions depending on certain circumstances, okay? So, men, once you have those areas perfected, you will captivate a woman. See, captivating a woman is not you just approaching a woman. Hey, what are you doing? What's your name? Blah, 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 blah. Captivating a woman. Women, if you master these areas, women will be captivated by you without even saying a word to you. Tell you how I know. Because I'm a type of man to captivate women. Okay? Uh, and I'm not being cocky. It is what it is, folks. So just, I'm just being honest with you. I'm not being cocky here. It just, it's just my life. Uh, you need to be the man. You walk in a restaurant. You walk in the gym. You walk anywhere. And women just look at you. They stare at you. They just wonder about you. Like, who is this man? Like, you're not approaching women in the gym. You can be the type of man, go to the club. You're not approaching any woman. You're just there. But... The women are watching you, right? They want to know, hey, man, why is this guy not drinking? Why is this guy not approaching women right? You know, so you're captivating her and you're not doing anything. Like, honestly, I don't have to do anything, me personally, man. I'm not saying I'm lazy when it comes to women, but I don't have to do much, man. I can just show up and I look at the eyes that are looking at me. And whatever eyes that are looking at me, if it's the eyes that I want, then I pursue. Make sense? It's no guesswork. I already know. Like when I approach women, I don't. I, it's no guesswork. I already know it's mine. It's done deal. It's whatever, whatever I want. Okay. And you're right, Constance. The last, and well, this kind of binds with communication, but your voice. Okay. Men, you have to work on the pitch of your voice. And then you can work on this. Some of you men, your voice sucks. It's either mundane or it's insipid or it's just... Um, just not that attractive. But you can work on how to use, utilize your tonality in a way that women would like to hear it, okay? Because the tone of your voice, let me tell you something about the tone of a man's voice. It's almost like listening to her favorite song, if you do it correctly here. And I can give you some tips here, man, because you might say, well, Wesley, how do I speak better? I'm going to help you out. The way that you speak right now, man, listen, the way that you speak, that was derived from 
your parents, friends, or whoever's in your inner circle, okay? Whoever you spend majority of your time with, well, that, the tone, the dialect, you will assimilate it and you will talk that way. Like some man, they like, I, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, uh, uh, but some, but, but you see what I mean? Or you have some man that just mumble. You know, <laughs> a lot of men do this. They just mumble when they talk. Hey, how you doing? Oh, they, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? What's going on? Like they talk very low. Men do this. I've seen it, uh, you know, all the time. They just mumble or they talk very, with a low pitch. Listen, listen to how I'm speaking right now. I'm speaking with authority, with certainty. It's very concise. Right? Women love this. They love it because it portrays confidence. It's in the voice. Okay? Does that make sense? It's the voice. It's very important. All right, any more questions for me here? That was a good question, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, the tone projects confidence. I'm telling you what, like, men, if you get your voice right, you don't even have to be that good looking. Okay, you can be a five. And you approach a woman, hey, how are you doing? My name is Wesley Virgin. What's your name? You look absolutely gorgeous today. Listen, it's one thing that I noticed about you. You were sitting there and I was walking down the hallway and I can tell by just seeing you that you play some type of sport because the way that you walk and your posture is perfect. See what I did there? Like, tell a woman that. She'll be like, damn. She would just love it. She would be like, oh, my God. Wow. You see how I did that? It sounds good, doesn't it? Like you're not nervous. Men tend to talk too quickly, too fast. Well, how you doing? So you so you do so you know men do this all the time. They be like, so you live here? So you're from here? So you come here all the time? So I mean, what the fuck is this a television show? So you come here all the time? You come here all the time, really? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm in H-E-B trying to shop. <laughs> right? Women typically like men that are very, I want to say nonchalant, but very sure of themselves. Like, they're not trying too hard for anything. And men like that, they're just slow. Like, <clears throat> give you an example. Like, right now, I'm talking slow. I'm calm and I'm just sharing this knowledge with you. Okay? I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a hurry. Women love men like that. Women like men who, when they see a man and they're like, man, that man, it almost like he's walking as if. He, has, he doesn't have a care in the world, right? He's moving as if everything 
it's put together. Like, this man is just totally put together. Like, he's not rushing. He's not in a hurry. He doesn't, right? Women love men like this. So, men, take your time when you talk. You got to practice this. I know some of you men, you believe if you talk too slow, that means you're incompetent. No. The reason why you want to do pauses in between your words, one, because it builds tension, especially in women. It builds tension to what you're going to say next. Two, it gives you time to think about what you're going to say. Some people, they may say, well, Wesley, you talk so quickly, like you're, you're good on your feet. Like you just know what to say, when to say. But what they don't realize is this. That I just take my time. See that pause there? Oh, was two second pause. It gives me the opportunity to think about what's next. <laughs> and I can say anything, right? I can say anything to you at this moment here because I'm giving myself time to think about it. I can say that all the women on here are queens. They're beautiful, they're smart, they're intelligent, and they're virtuous. Okay? See what I just did there? It's powerful. Even women that are listening to that, they're taking it in. Even though I told them what I'm doing, but it still works. Like, they're like, oh, I'm beautiful. I'm smart. Right? It works. It's very powerful, you know? When they teach a class and it's maybe, I don't know. But any more questions for me, folks? You're very welcome, ladies, of course. You know you're the queens, always. Can you sing, Wes? No, I cannot. I don't sing. I think men grow up too fast. You mean that they grow up too fast? What do you mean they grow up too fast? I think men mature slowly, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, be very patient when you talk, man. And like I said, if you want to learn quickly, just listen to great speakers. Listen to people who orate very well, like myself. Just listen to my content. And you all um, just start speaking the way that I do. You're amazing, Wes. Very profound, authentic, with beautiful energy. Thank you so much, Ella. Ellie. Gracias. So this, if you become a man like this, you become very captivating. Very captivating. Okay? Extremely. You're like, you're almost, you'll never fail with women. Almost like never. Okay? How do you start over after marriage? Well, I would say if you've been due a, a dissolution of marriage, if the marriage has dissolved, work on yourself. Work on those errors that I just shared with you. Advice for ladies that are in their 30s. Well, my question to you, Angelie, is 
What do you want advice about? Relationships? Your business? Your body? Listen, if you're in your 30s right now, <clears throat> I would say definitely go to it. Like, if you want to attract a man, say if you want to attract me and attract the right man, uh, I would definitely say work out for sure. Like, if you're 30, like work out. Um, and it all depends on what type of man you want to date. You know what I mean? There's so many different type of men. So it depends on what you want mentally. Okay. Wes, what's your turn off? Liars. It's a turn off to me. Disloyalty. Turn off to me. Ungratefulness. Turn off to me. Um, women that are just nasty, just mean. It's a turn off. You know, very negative type women turn off. Um, yeah, bad hygiene, bad breath, you know, do typicals. And you'll be surprised, you know, you'll think that women all have great breath, man. Some women just, God, it blows my mind when a woman's breath stinks. It just, like, blows my mind. I just can't even understand, like, you're supposed to be a delicate flower. Why does your breath smell that way? Come on. Your hygiene should be 10 times better than mine. <laughs> so on this topic, 30s are getting me nervous. Like my time is running short. No, your time is not running short, Angela. You just need to discover what you want from life. Like, What do you want to do? You want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be married? You want to have children? Right. You need to discover what you want and begin to work on it. But until then, you know, definitely work your body. I'm like everybody's going to the gym these days, first of all. So congrats to that. Everybody's in the gym lately. So I would say women, you know, the first thing if I was a woman, the first thing that I would do personally, I would work out because that's what men like. Men like women that look good. I mean, it is what it is. You know, we are. Um. Our love language are the first thing that sparks our, sparks our interest is the physicality of a woman. Okay? So work out. Go to the gym. Definitely do that. I would say work on your attitude. Be a, learn to be a more positive woman. And if you need to read books, read books. There's plenty of books about positivity. Put a smile on your face. Don't have these grimaces in your face, right? If, if men not or men are not approaching you, it's probably because you're not smiling. Okay. I'll put it up more up top. Want a beautiful marriage with a wholesome man. Yeah, but what does wholesome mean? What is a wholesome man? Okay. I'm going to the gym. I'm 28 right now. Great. Definitely go to the gym. And great thing about going to the gym, you feel good. Like, you actually feel good about yourself. Okay? How do you know when you met up, met a high-quality man? What well, it depends on the definition on how you define high-quality. Okay? Yeah, every woman on here should be working out. Actually, every man, everybody should be working out, honestly. You should have some type of exercise routine. Especially if you want to be rich as well, because, you know, most billionaires that I know, they all have some type of exercise regimen. So you should be working out and you feel good. 
You know, when you feel good, you do good. You feel accomplished, okay? And it's an outlet as well. So if you're stressed out, work out. If you're a person that feels overwhelmed at the time, work out. Go to the gym. Go run a track. Right? Walk. Do something as it relates to your physicality. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. I love you so much. I appreciate you. If you don't mind, leave a comment below. And like this video if you got any value. Comment the word value. Remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. I believe in you. I love you. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.